0: Where did you go? Where did you go now? Okay,
1: I want you to say 3, 2, 1 with me right now. Here we go. All right, I'm ready. I'm and ready. Three, 3, 2, two one. 1. Action.
0: What What else? After 3, 2, 1, what, what next? Oh, that,
1: that means we're rolling. Oh, 3, 2, 1. Start talking. Yeah, here. that's that. I didn't. I'm sorry. I didn't explain <sighs> that. Better. That's all right. That's all right.
0: Well, you know what? Let's just. Um, you know, if we had our own radio, like if we had a morning show, what yeah. would that look like? You know, like if it was like. Well, uh, first
1: of all, I would hope if it was a morning show, it would start around noon. Oh, but no, no, it'd be like six a.m. Like oh. we'd be like. We'd be like, with our cup of coffee, going, good morning, Tommy,
0: how's it going this Wednesday morning? Oh,
1: <laughs> uh, it's doing great, Eddie, great, got my coffee right here, I'm ready to roll. <laughs> oh, boy, what happened at the Woodard House last night, huh? It was a banner night, I say uh-huh. a banner night, at the Woodard House uh-huh. last night, uh, we got out about a half pint <laughs> of uh, grease, oiled up the pig, and did a little hog bowling. What's that? Oh, it's <laughs> 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 Oh, those are the sound effects. Those yeah, are the yeah, sound
0: yeah. effects. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the morning zoo uses. Yes, oh, yeah, yes, oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Tommy, it's going to be a cloudy day today. Uh, 6.41 this morning, oh. right? Ooh. Ooh. ooh! more sound effects. Thunder, thunder, thunderstorms. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. That's really good. Uh, did you hear the news last night? Did you uh, Did you hear what's happening in the news, Tommy? Did you hear what's going on? Tell me what happened. For our commuters going to work uh, this morning or maybe you're headed off to school, it is now 6.42 in the morning on this Wednesday morning. stuff, Tommy. It seems that uh, the morning zoo, we just got this in. It seems, uh, Tommy, that, um, that we are not supposed to call our pets anymore pets because that is um, basically degrading. We're supposed to be calling them living companions, Tommy, living companions. That's what uh, the, uh, the AP press said today. Does this include my pet rock? Oh! Hey! Hey! Hey, folks, we haven't heard from the Pet Rock in a long time. How's, the, how's Rocky doing? Rocky, are you there?
1: I'm here. Hey, Rocky, what's going on, Pet Rock? I'm tired. Well, Rocky, hey, how do you feel
0: like us calling you a living companion instead of just a Pet Rock? We'll call you a living companion rock. How does that sound to you, Rocky? Big deal, ho-ho. <laughs> Ah, folks, it is 643 in the a.m. Cloudy day today. Hope you have your cup of joe with you as we put on a little Coldplay. How's that sound to you, Tommy? Sounds great. I have no idea what they sing. (laughs) Here we are, Coldplay. Take it away. We could do a morning show, couldn't we?
1: Oh, gosh, yeah. You just, like, load up with high cheddar cheese and start rolling. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah that's funny that's funny uh the morning zoo the morning zoo you know stevie stevenson could be a part of the morning zoo we got a car coming in uh who, oh boy oh no no it's stevie stevenson yo, stevie yo,
1: what's up what's up what's up
0: stevie aren't you supposed to be at school right now it is 644 in the a.m what's going on stevie dude i'm totally at school but i snuck my cell phone in to the school Okay, well, who's your who's your teacher, uh, your English teacher, Mrs. Havisham? Is yes. she your
1: English teacher? She is, Mrs. Havisham is, and she, <laughs> thank goodness, she gives us a second bowl of porridge. <laughs> Don't let her catch you with that phone there, buddy. I know, she w- oh, no, here, oh, I got it, hold on, Miko. Cool. Hello, Mrs. Havisham. What is that, Stevie Stevenson? It's nothing. Is that a cell phone? <laughs> no. <laughs> i got to go, I'll call you guys later.
0: All right, hey, Stevie Stevenson in the morning zoo. Tommy,
1: what do you think about old Stevie Stevenson? T- <laughs> I'll tell you what, Ed. I'll tell you, that kid is going to be probably, probably, he'll probably grow up and be the president of the United States.
0: Oh, boy, 6.45 in the A.M. Hey, did you hear the news? Saddam Hussein is dead. Oh,
1: wow, wow.
0: Which is dead, folks? 6.46 in the A.M. i melting. I'm melting. <laughs> Oh my goodness, we really could do a
1: morning show, that's all you do. Oh, it's sad that you just keep talking, you Just you. those words come out of your mouth. Uh, Jamie
0: from uh, Pennsylvania wanted a little Billy Joel, here you go, Billy Joel on the Morning Zoo, 97.7 of them. We didn't start the fire. <laughs> we could we could do a morning show well hey it's good to know yeah it's good
1: to know. i still think it would be a better show if it didn't start till 10 or something like that uh well uh, it wouldn't only really be a morning show ah uh, you know what it's morning somewhere
0: oh uh, that's well that's
1: true we could that's, you know what we could do technically uh a, a, like a morning show in australia but uh-huh. uh, you know and then it would be at like 10 p.m here
0: wow no one would listen to it um, see you have you have a captive audience when people are getting ready for school, or they're getting ready to go to work, and that kind of stuff. That's in their true. Car.
1: That's true. Yeah.
0: So our job would be to you know to uh, make it lively, to start make their it, day uh, outright. Yeah, the morning, the, mor- the morning zoo with Tom and Ed. We could be on billboards. We could be on billboards. Uh, just you know, me doing that that face. That like and you you making some crazy like they would know you're the crazy guy oh, you know
1: I, like, I would have a rubber chicken in my hand just to make sure they knew.
0: <laughs> yes, yes. See, see what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, oh boy! And then it, it became so popular that it became syndicated. And oh so, Yeah. 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 Yeah, so see the morning zoo, the morning zoo with Tom and Ed. Get your drive started with the morning zoo. It's six forty-nine a.m. That's what I would do. <laughs> I just keep telling the time. Ah, well, here we are, Podience. How are you, audience? You doing okay,
1: audience? Are you okay, audience? Are you are you okay?
0: You know, someone emailed us and uh, said, uh, Maddie Mortimer. Maddie Mortimer. That just sounds like a British name in itself, it doesn't does. it? Matt, Hello. Maddie Mortimer. Hello,
1: I'm Maddie Mortimer.
0: Hello, I'm Maddie. Um, Maddie says, I think you guys are awesome. Well, thank you, Maddie. That's we awesome. You. awesome. She goes, I listen to your podcast, but how do I become a Podience member? And did I spell that right? Um, well, thanks first, and
1: first of all, did she spell it right? Um, Podience. P-O-D. No, she did not. Uh, oh, no, Maddie. She... Well, and now you cannot be a Podience member. No. You, you, no.
0: Here's what I need you to do. Maddie, if you're at home or if you're wherever you are, um, Podience is spelled P-O-D-I-E-N-C-E, Podience, Podience. You spelled it with an I. Common mistake, Maddie. It happens all the time. Oh, you know what?
1: You know what? Yeah. Um, what? We're totally overlooking at it. She actually used the British spelling.
0: Oh, oh, she – I'm sorry. Not the I. It was the A. It should – she did P-O-D-I-A-N-C-E. It should have been P-O-D-I-E-N-C-E. So yes. you're right. Yeah, You're right. Yeah,
1: in Great Britain, pa- that's the way they spell yeah. it.
0: Paudience. Paudience. Yeah, pa-dience. Yes. yeah I, I can see that. Yeah, we we kind of give a sharp sound to the paudience, and she went paudience. Yeah, Paudience, yeah. Whoa, whoa. Here, here's what you do, um, Maddie. I need you to raise your left hand. Just go ahead and do that right now, wherever you are. Her left and hand. Her left hand. Okay. Yes. Got it. And her right hand. Both oh. hands. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Raise them a little higher. Well, no, I, I don't care if you're if you're wherever you're at. If you're at work right now, if you're on a treadmill, wherever you are, you should have both hands up in the air. And I need you to shout this as loud as you can. I'm Maddie Mortimer. Oh. I'm Maddie Mortimer. Yeah, go. You you can say what Tommy's saying. Hereby do decree.
1: Hereby do decree
0: that I will do life with Tom and Ed.
1: That I will do life with Tom and Ed.
0: <laughs> That'll sound creepy to a lot of people that are around you, but it's okay because we know what we're talking about.
1: That'll and sound I'm, creepy. To, oh wait,
0: no. <laughs> no, no, you don't. No, you don't sound okay. – No, and I am officially.
1: And I'm officially
0: a podience member.
1: A audience member. And
0: see, we go back to the morning zoo. Tommy, we got a new uh, audience member right there on the morning zoo. Whoa,
1: roll out the red (laughs) carpet. You know what that means? All of our new audience members receive a free copy of our upcoming book, Crazy Mornings with Crazy Guys. (laughs) And if you'd like to
0: become a audience member, all you have to do is raise both hands up in the air and recite that, and you are officially a audience. member remember it is 650 in the am on the morning zoo
1: <laughs> i think that would be the reason i quit <laughs> cuz i just keep telling the time yeah yeah. <laughs> you know they do that all the time though. they're oh. always telling the time well and it's totally important cuz somebody's you know putting on mascara or shaving yeah. and they're like yeah. oh, 652 <laughs> i got to hurry <laughs> i got to be there by 7 That's right <laughs> <laughs> and I am fifteen minutes away. Oh bye. Or the people the that t- make donuts are going, Oh, I'm almost off work
0: <laughs> That is so true. Yeah. <laughs> Ten more minutes. That is very funny. That's good. Um, you know, uh speaking of our, our viewer mail, uh we have another one that said, uh, I just wanna let you know that when Tommy asked the audience what they were doing, I shouted out walking. Unfortunately no one was around to hear it. I was laughing out loud later and, and I was and later on this guy was washing his car nearby, smiling with me <laughs> that's so, cool <laughs> yeah um and this is megan well megan the guy washing the car could have just been trying to pick up on you or something too you know i mean he, he may have had nothing to do with the audience thing it could just be like kind of creepy or something like that too, or you know? a compliment
1: a compliment there you go there you go have you ever noticed was- sometimes where creepy and a compliment are similar uh, explain, explain. Well, explain. just like that. I mean, you have a guy that you go, "Ooh, that's creepy." He's trying to pick up on me. Yeah. yeah, that's a compliment, you know. Or somebody calls you, you know, and prank calls you, and you go, "Oh, that's creepy." Or it's a compliment that they dubbed you worthy of their pranksterish.
0: Stuff. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, I like that. That's
1: all I'm saying, it's good.
0: Uh, She also said from the last podcast, I think Tommy was in a bad mood. Um, We've had several several audience members say that, Tommy. Uh, Oh, that hurts. Well, your voice was just kind of low. It was kind of in a lower octave, which which when you do that, we do get emails. Does Tommy smoke? Does Tommy smoke? My voice
1: is changing, and it has been for about 25 Uh, years okay you're going going through some phases, yes, and so some days it will be low, and some days yeah. it will be high, uh-huh,
0: that's kind of like you know what you, you know that's so that's so amazing, you say that sometimes low, sometimes high, because it is a true fact um you take the good, you take the bad, you take them both, and there you have the facts of life and and it is a fact of life it is a fact of life, yes, in a world. Now you're knowing, now you're growing the facts of life. You oh, see?
1: For a second yeah. I thought you were gonna go into like a movie preview when you said in a world.
0: I know. I, I messed up the song. Yeah. In a, world. in a world that never seems to be living up to our dreams. Yes. Now you know you're finally found out about the facts of life. Well, you, know, kinda,
1: you know what would be interesting? It would be what? interesting to hear that movie guy do those words.
0: No, okay. You know? Let me hear.
1: Oh no, no, I meant I just thought that would be I don't know those words. You take the good, you take the bad, you take them both. Well, no, no. Pick it up from in a world. What does it say there? Oh, in a world that
0: never seems
1: to be living up to your dreams. Yeah, see, so he would be like, in a world that never seems to live up to your dreams. Then what does it do? Um,
0: In a world that never seems to be living up to your dreams, suddenly you're finding out the facts of life are all about
1: you. Okay, so he would be like, in a world where – I can't remember the words. I can't do it. It would be, it would be <laughs> creepy, though. It would be creepy. Yeah. In a world that never
0: seems to be living up to your dreams, suddenly you're finding out the facts of life are all
1: about you. I mean, wouldn't that be like the starting of a movie? And, and A it, horror it, movie. It, yeah, a horror movie where yeah. all of the – everything that happens somehow yeah. ties back to you. Ooh. All the bad things – tie back Ooh. to you and so then a part of it is the police investigating and you keep coming up but you know you're not the killer and then you find out in the end you had a twin who you never knew of and that was who was killing everybody
0: and that's the facts of life the facts because of life it takes a lot to get it right right but you're See? learning the facts of life right the facts of life. of life my daughter my daughter's um, we I downloaded it they were on um t v land you know they have like their awards night, yeah, and uh it was like twenty years for facts of life, and so all the girls blair Tootie, Joe, Natalie, and mrs garrett um mrs. Garrett shrunk by the way, she looks like an elf, are you um, serious she's shrunk oh, um, wow. but, but what was so cool was they were all up there, and um all, all these uh, Tootie – i mean they're all moms and stuff and But every one of them just was like, you know, uh, we've known each other since we were nine because that show was on for a really long time. Um, They were just going, we owe our character, our integrity, we we owe who we are to this woman right here. And uh, I know Blair um, and Tootie, they both may be believers. Um, I know Blair is. Blair, uh, Lisa Welchel, she travels and speaks and stuff like that, books out, But, but it was kind of... Really cool. Just to go, they were just they were they were there just going. We are here because of this woman, and uh, so Ainsley was watching that with me, and she goes, "What is this show?" And I said, "It was called The Facts of Life," and uh, so we downloaded an episode, and it and you know when you watch something now from the 80s, I mean it was, oh, I mean you watch something like The Facts of Life, and it's like an ABC. After school special, very cheesy, very <laughs> horrible. I mean, the acting wasn't great. Oh yeah, um, horrible writing. But uh, they had an episode where um, the actor had pimples all over his face, and, and the kids at Langley called him Pizza Face, and they were doing this and Blair Blair. Uh, they they made baked goods and Pizza Face. Um, bid the highest bid for Blair's food, and Blair did not want to be seen with Pizza Face. And, but I mean, the message is, and I, you know, I the message is really good. I mean, so much so that my six year old daughter, and I said, well, so what did you learn from that TV show? You know, what what did you get take away from that TV show? You know, and she could she goes that you know making fun of people is wrong, and we shouldn't look on the outside. You know, I said,
1: horrible, that's a church answer. Come on, get real, get real here, six year old. <laughs> But we had a good moment. So anyway, <laughs> uh, so when they did the reunion, was Joe yeah. was Joe wasted the whole time?
0: No, oh, no.
1: Oh, oh okay, okay.
0: Nancy McKeon
1: is a beautiful lady. Oh.
0: Yeah they they were all they were all just beautiful. I mean it was it was really cool. It was oh, really cool.
1: I was just thinking of her character, I guess.
0: No, Joe, Joe, Joe was a character. Yeah, she played the bully. Yeah, but now, no, wasn't
1: Leonardo DiCaprio on that show at some point?
0: Um. No, we're going back to our last podcast. Leonardo DiCaprio was on the TV show. Um, Silver spoons. The, no, 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 no. We, you, you got me so tied up last time that I, I, I forgot the, the names of TV shows. Leonardo DiCaprio came on the television show. Um, I can't think of the name of it now. Not Did, Family Ties. Leave it to Beaver. No, stop it. Okay. Not family ties, but family the steps. affair.
1: Family affair. No, no. The Alan Thicke, Kurt Cameron show. Oh, uh, Justin Time. That was with Justin Timberlake. was <laughs> oh, Justin Timberlake. Oh, and, uh, oh, and, and Ty Danes is Justin Ty. Ty
0: Danes? Who's yeah. Ty, Ty Danes?
1: I don't know. Um, oh, no, but what's his name was on it, wasn't he? Um, Clint, George Clooney, was he on it?
0: George Clooney was on the original Facts of Life. Yes, yes. When they had about nine girls in the house. Growing pains.
1: Yeah. That's why I was confused because George Clooney did a – like an extended guest appearance on Just in Time with Justin Timberlake (laughs) and and Leo was on that one. No, no, Justin Timberlake probably was just a baby, like Mm -hmm. a little baby. That was the thing. It was – that was um, what made it so funny was he was a dancing, uh singing baby. It was a oh, great and, show. And,
0: and Bruce Willis did the voiceover. Yeah, part. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. You remember
0: yeah, now? Yeah, I do remember that now. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But to answer your question correctly, Leonardo, a young Leonardo DiCaprio was on Growing Pains. Got it. Yeah, yeah. Tommy. After yeah.
1: he was on Just in Time, I got it.
0: <laughs> there was no such thing as Just in Time. Google it. Um, <laughs> um, hey, we had a guy named Tyler say, um, "Tyler Thompson." See, there's another British name, Tyler
1: Thompson. I mean, Tyler. Well, Tyler? that could also be a country name.
0: Tyler Thompson. Tyler, yeah, I'm Tyler your...
1: Thompson. And I'm here to clean it all up. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, yeah. Can you imagine
0: if Mandy Mortimer and Tyler Thompson met? You know, Mandy'd be like, "Hello there, Tyler. How are you?" I'd be like, "Howdy.
1: How you doing, Mandy? Good to see you."
0: Oh, I'm an I'm an official partying member.
1: big whoop that's kind of his catchphrase
0: oh if he had his own tv show like we'd be waiting for it and he would like if like let's say the um like let's say tyler inherited a lot of money Mm -hmm. and he's a country boy put into this rich mansion and the butler was always saying stuff like sir we do not put our muddy shoes on the
1: linens and he'd go big deal (laughs) No and big whoop. Big whoop. Yeah, big yeah. whoop. And the show would be called Thompson Times. Oh, because what oh. he what he inherited was a, a, it was a newspaper that his grandfather had uh, been the editor oh. of. Yeah.
0: Oh, dude, yeah. dude. Now you know there's probably some um, Nick Nick Nickelodeon executive that just you know scours these things, and we've just given him like four ideas for TV
1: shows for Nickelodeon. Dude. You know that. Don't you? Yeah, he'll probably remake just-in-time.
0: I'm telling you, they probably will. Just-in-time and Thompson – what was that Thompson called? Times. Thompson Times, yeah. That, that's a premise that uh, could work because oh, yeah. he's the owner now of the newspaper, and he has to go in there and talk to all these adults, and none of them – really want to be talking to a child about their job and he gets to learn about current events as well, you see, that's the hook.
1: Right. And then there's this one girl who has to come to work with her mom at the paper and she befriends oh. him and she's oh. the one who's so smart about everything. Oh,
0: and they kinda have a little crush going and, and like her name would be um her name would be Mandy and Mandy'd oh. be like And she'd be British. She'd be like Tyler, don't you understand that, that the newspaper is important for people to read and to understand what's going on in the world? It's a connection. It's a bridge that connects all our lives. And Big he would say – Big whoop. <laughs> oh,
1: that would Man, that you'd would have be T-shirts funny. that said Big Whoop, Big whoop. on them. Oh, and yeah. Every
0: time he said it, it would be like Kramer coming through the door on Seinfeld. The oh, crowd yeah. would
1: go nuts. Yeah. Ha!
0: Ah! Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and then we'd have him on our show. Hey, it's the morning zoo. It's six <laughs> fifty one of the AM. We got <laughs> we got the guy from Tyler Times, Thompson Times. How you doing, Tyler Thompson? Oh man, I think you guys get up this early every day. <laughs> we do, buddy, we do. How welcome to our fair state. Uh, we're glad you're here. Man, your Nickelodeon show is doing good. Um it's yeah, really thanks. great. To, Thanks. It's beat about iCarly and Victorious yeah. and all those other shows. Uh, how, how do you feel about all the success you're getting, Tyler? Big whoop. Oh, Tommy, did you hear it? he said it? <laughs> he said the big whoop. He said the big whoop. <laughs> oh, boy. Hey, if you're the first 10 callers right now in the Morning Zoo, we got some big whoop shirts to give you. So give us a call. If you want to talk to Tyler Thompson, we got him on the air right now. Give us a call.
1: <laughs> You say, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: God. Hey, um, uh, but Tyler Tyler did say, one of these days I'm going to get my name on one of your podcasts. Tyler – Not going to happen, we did a whole buddy. Story.
1: Not going to happen.
0: <laughs> he then said, even if I have to tie you guys up and make you listen to Mr. Rogers for 24
1: hours. Okay, okay. and ag- again, see – oh, do you see the correlation? Oh, oh. Creepy yeah. Creepy and a compliment.
0: And here's what's weird. Did you just see? We've been talking about a kid show, and who did he say he wanted to tie us up and make us listen to? The king of R- kid shows. This is creepy. This is so this is weird. Oh, maybe we shouldn't be Morning Zoo guys, but maybe we should be producers at Nickelodeon and create shows. Huh? Ooh, yeah. Maybe, maybe I'm not dreaming. Maybe I'm not aiming for the fences. To, uh, maybe, maybe that's all we should be doing.
1: Maybe huh? we should move into a secure compound so that Tyler can't get to us.
0: <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine? Think about that. He shows up at your door with rope and sli- and, and and VHS tapes. Yeah, and will yeah uh, won't,
1: gets- won't get him very far at my house. I
0: I know. I'm about to say that he gets frustrated because there's no VHS player. Yeah. So he reenacts every Mister Rogers episode.
1: Oh man, that would be creepy because, because he's real. You know, you know, he's he's gonna be like, "It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood." A big beautiful whoop. day, big whoop.
0: Yeah, Tommy. Did you know that um, when I was in seventh grade, my first drama class, um, I was I was so shy. I was so shy. Um, believe it or not I was very shy but I knew I wanted to take drama. I even got out of another class so I could be in this elective. Yeah. And um our drama teacher her name is Mrs. Carroll and she made us do um an advertisement. We had to do we had to advertise something and it was basically a monologue and we had to write it and and pr- produce it and and do it live for everybody. So I was so scared and uh I mean I think back to this, and I go, golly, I'm still doing really the same thing. Um, but uh, I did Mr. Rogers advertising macho cologne. That's <laughs> what I <did>. – <laughs> That's awesome. And uh, yeah, I mean and, – and think about that for a seventh grader. Like I go, in my DNA, in my brain, like how did my brain go, Mr. Rogers, sweet, innocent, pure, pitching macho cologne, something that's – I mean like – I was a pretty I, I just go I don't even get that, but wow. Like when I think about that I just go I mean that's how God formed me, molded me, my experiences, you know, who I am. But anyway, isn't that isn't that weird? That's really cool. Yeah, yeah. That was a big thing too, of uh doing that and I kinda came out on my shell a little bit that day. Yeah. That was pretty neat. Pretty neat. Anyway. All I like guess you. that was my huh? That was my that was my alone friendship flashback from this. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I enjoyed it. <laughs> well, thank you, buddy. Thank you, buddy. Um, hey, speaking of TV shows uh, on the Morning Zoo, uh, what you been watching there, Tommy? Been watching any TV shows?
1: Oh, you know what? Huh? Yeah, yeah, watching again as as normal. Too much TV. Um, hey, buddy, we
0: we've, we've got we've got about twelve minutes before uh, Sam the helicopter guy needs to uh, <laughs> okay give, got to the traffic. <laughs> it is six fifty five in the AM here, the Morning Zoo. So, what? Well, like, what what you, what you been
1: watching? Well, I started watching The Voice. I like The Voice. It's uh you. You know, you, you kind of when you see it's coming on, you think, "Oh, it's kind of like you know American Idol," but it's not. It's totally different, and I think they're doing a good job. Did you see them face off last night? Yeah, I love that. That was really I cool.
0: I mean, that's the competitiveness right there. Yeah. That's that's the thing.
1: <laughs> yeah. See, so yeah, that was that was interesting. And I think it was cool that you know, right out of the shoot, the uh, you know the the pros are working with them and trying to help them, which is cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: It makes me wonder what
0: uh Simon Cowell's going to do for the X Factor since American Idol yeah really really stole the idea as far as mentoring, you yeah. know, and, yeah. and getting those people in there early and and trying to finesse the American Idol contestants and and we've we're already seeing that on The Voice too. Yeah. Um I th- I may have told you this but like I, like you know, you wonder how TV shows get started. You know, we've, we've been we, – we've made up about three of them right now, and you go, oh, my goodness. It's not too crazy. Any one of those could be a premise for a TV show. But um, I, I wonder, you know, when those chairs turn around on The Voice. Yeah. Remember how uh, – I mean he did it for years, but Simon Cowell, when he would really want to listen to somebody, what would he do? He would – Oh, he'd close his eyes. He'd close his eyes, look away, turn yeah. his head to the left or right. And you just wonder if someone's talking to some, you know, the the network executives were talking. Yeah, you ever see Simon Cowell turn his head? You know, I wonder if that's how a show can get spawned. You know, you go, hey, what if we do that? What if what if we get? You know, what if we don't? If we don't let the judges hear – actually see them, but they just hear the voice? You know, because um, that's what he used to do all the time.
1: Yeah, so. that's so true. I don't know, and it and and it it makes for such great dynamics. I mean, when that person's singing. You're just watching going, oh, somebody turn around, somebody turn around, you yeah. know, and then yeah. when they don't turn around, it's like, oh, that hurts.
0: Yeah, I, I will say, you know how we, we, we uh, you know how um, we said, uh, we were talking about Norman Lear, yeah. who in the 70s, Your I mean, uncle. you know, no, he's not my uncle, no. I'm sorry,
1: wrong conversation.
0: Uh, Norman Le- Lear the guy that wrote All in the Family. He and he had like uh the Jeffersons, all those spin
1: offs, you Got know. Got it, yes, yes. The King I Lear mean, he, was written about him. Got it. Go ahead. No,
0: no, no. He was the king of sitcoms. Yeah. Um I think the voice isn't the voice produced by Mark Burnett. Um Oh, I don't know, maybe. The guy that does Survivor. Yeah,
1: he's the king of, of reality shows.
0: He is the king of reality shows. And and they're really good. I mean yeah. even Celebrity Apprentices <laughs> yeah. me and my wife watched that on Sunday night.
1: I uh, dude, I've been watching that too. That's Crazy Town. Oh man, Gary Busey. Yeah, well yeah, he's just he was the king of Crazy Town. <laughs> but man, you got it, you still got enough going on there. Hey,
0: hey! On the morning zoo, uh, you're not gonna believe this. We just had Tyler Thompson in, ladies and gentlemen. We have in our home state, we have Gary Busey. Gary, welcome hey. to the program. Hi. <laughs>
1: hey. How you doing, Gary? I'm always amazingly uh, <laughs> awesome with the stellarness. <laughs> No, Gary? No, Gary.
0: Let me get this this right. You were in a bad motorcycle accident about 12 years ago. Was I? (laughs) And and you're still acting to
1: this day and stuff? I am acting right – you know what? The stage of life is my theater of understanding, and Uh and therefore (laughs) acting is, yes, I have experience.
0: Okay, and do you have an acronym for ACT? Because you're really good at that,
1: yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, it means always create tortitude. <laughs> tortitude? Yeah. Hey, you're not gonna believe
0: this, ladies and gentlemen. It is uh, it good. is six fifty nine of the a. m. And we also have with us along with Gary Busey, we have with us. You're like my little monkey. I just keep <laughs> waiting. <laughs> yeah. We have Alec Baldwin in the house. Alec, how, hey, how are you? Good. Good Help. to be here. How's it going, fellas? Hey, thanks for taking some time out. uh, I guess 30 Rock is wrapped for the season. Yeah, and hey, thanks for uh, connecting me with the mayor of Crazy Town. (laughs) Go ahead. Gary, you're you're, you're sitting right next to a prolific actor of theater and stage and television, uh, Alec Baldwin. Gary, meet Alec. Alec, meet Gary.
1: Hey, nice to meet you. Yeah, likewise, likewise.
0: Uh, uh, Gary, do you have any question you'd like to uh, ask Alec while you have him right there?
1: Why would I ask him anything? I know everything. <clears throat> oh my okay, gosh. okay. Who who is this guy? <laughs> well, Does that's anybody. That, that... Am, am I the only one who smells bacon and sardines? <laughs>
0: 659 at the AM. We'll be back right after a station identification. Oh, that's funny, buddy. That is funny stuff. Uh, (laughs) does anybody (laughs) but sorry and bacon Uh, 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 At six fifty (laughs) nine at the AM That's funny. Um uh uh,
1: speaking of TV shows, um, American Idol um, is really good. Um, oh yeah, it really is. It's, you know what I mean. Like I really thought this year would tank, and yeah, it's uh-huh. really good.
0: Yeah, yep. Yeah, I still think that they. Uh, I mean, I, I don't like it. You know, I, I I hate the thing where they go, "Hey, this is a family show. This is a family show." And then then they then some of the singers they get, you go, "Really? Yeah. Really, This is a family show?" Because yeah. most of your audience is. People that are voting are little girls, you know, teenage yep. uh, teenagers I guess. So, you know, some of that kind of stuff I don't like. But
1: Oh yeah, there's no question about it.
0: But uh, who do you think's gonna win it?
1: Who do you think's gonna win it? <laughs> I think James will win it. You do? Yeah, I do. I, and and I'm fine with that. I mean, I like him. You know, I I think he's got the emotional tug, and and he really is a good singer. I, you know, I know his style is not one that I go, hey, I'd go buy his CD tomorrow. But yeah, uh, you know the the times that they've given him a slow song or done something, it's it's pretty dang good.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I really thought Lauren was. I, I know she's not as good as the country guy or James, um, but I. Uh, I even think the judges were thinking she has the most potential.
1: Yeah. To
0: have hit songs on the radio like Carrie Clarkson or uh, I mean uh, Kelly Clarkson or Carrie Underwood. When yeah. She got in the bottom two. Like that's no American Idol has got in the bottom two,
1: bottom three. But um, you know, I mean, it could be uh, it could be a time for change. Who knows?
0: It could be. It's never happened, and uh, guys, over the last four years, have won it because um, of the. Because girls are on their on their phones just yeah. voting over and, over and over and over and over and over and over again. So uh,
1: anyway. But you know what? There's never been a uh, – a, a two sisters in the top four on uh, Biggest Loser, and there is now. You know what? That's true. Have you been watching The Biggest Loser? Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. That's I, – I just – I just, you know what the biggest loser is for me, and I know I've said this before, but it still is to this day. Um, it, it's accountability. Like, like I watch that, and and I go, okay, I, I can, like I ran a half
1: marathon Saturday, and congratulations like, by the way, that's a that's a big deal.
0: Thanks, man. Um, two hours and three minutes. It was that that's was good. the best time. Um, but I really do. Even when I was running, like about my ninth mile, I got tired and um i go no if the biggest loser people can run a whole marathon i can do this yeah. you know it's it's it is that as as crazy as it sounds that is a television show for me that what proverbs talks about iron sharpens iron i mean that show sharpens me because i go i can do this i can stay on track i i can i can be disciplined in my eating i i can i can do this you know yep. so yeah
1: yeah, I watched it uh, this week while my kids were eating ice cream, so I don't – and it's not, oh. ro- not rolling that way for them.
0: No, not no, no. Yeah. And and nor should it be. Nor should it be. No. Yeah, nor should it be. I think it's sad that our kids – that little kids know um, what calories are and fat gra- – I mean, have you ever heard, especially girls, already start talking about – Fat oh, and, yeah. and calories, and, and, and I mean it, it is a sad situation when our world says magazines, ads, people selling clothes, they stop looking at kids as kids at the age of seven. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that's nuts. Isn't that just nuts? Yeah. Because yeah. it's not about our society. It's about the dollar. It, it is totally – but and you know what? American Idol, it comes down to the dollar if, if whoever – Wins, they're going to be happy because hopefully all those people that are texting are going to go out and buy or download all those songs. Oh, you no know? question about it. So, um, but anyway, we'll we'll see, um, dude. I I keep thinking I'm going to not uh, or take this off my TiVo list, but I keep ta- uh, TiVo and the Jimmy Fallon show, and I'm <laughs> telling you, he's so creative. He it is really so. Is.
1: I I watched it the other night, and they he did um, it, what is it? Instant dance. Um, uh, crew, have you seen that? Instant day yes. Where they get like four <laughs> or five people up, and they, yeah. yes. That's so yes. good. and then they win gift certificates to J Crew, huh? How creative oh, is thought, that? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's very good. That's good. Uh,
0: you know, speaking of youth ministers, if uh, people that are working with students, if you ever want creative ideas for games and stuff. TiVo, The Jimmy Fallon Show, and uh, if you don't listen to the interviews and that kind of stuff, fast forward. I'm telling you they did this one thing where uh, it was – the whole thing was the theme of – it was a cruise night, and so everybody had on Dickies, sunglasses, and captain hats. The whole, the whole crowd did, and uh, they did a, a, a yacht race. And they had two boats with a stick on the, you know, like a a, a wooden yacht painted. You know what I mean? Am yeah. I making yeah, sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, with the stick, and the whole thing was Jimmy Fallon picked an aisle, and LL Cool J picked an aisle, and um, and everybody else that wasn't in those aisles had foam things that you'd like, uh, big old those long foam things that were blue. Um, that, you know, you'd oh, have yeah. in a pool. Yeah. There. Okay, so they had to move them up and down like it was waves. Okay. <laughs> And L Cool J and Jimmy Fallon started at an aisle, and the and the thing was they had to pass that yacht all the way down and all the way back, and it was a yacht race. And the first and the first aisle that wins, you know, got prizes and stuff. So the the audience was seeing all these blue waves, and in the middle of it were these two yachts racing back and forth. And That's cool. I mean, great ideas for games and and uh, the the spit take things funny where. Uh, someone has to drink a bunch of water, and then the other guy, oh, the yeah. other buddy <laughs> or girl, has to tell a joke, yeah. and then after the joke, the other the person with the water in their mouth spits it out like it's a spit take. Yeah. Um very very clever stuff.
1: So that's so anyway. great. He he's and and he's got such a likable personality. He
0: does. He does. Uh, uh, he did a uh, spoof on um, Trump. Um, after uh, Saddam Hussein was killed, because yeah. they, they interrupted Apprentice. They interrupted the last 15 minutes of oh, Apprentice. Yeah, yeah. So He's like, hey, I'm Donald Trump. I can't do Donald Trump. <laughs> but Barack Obama does not like me so much that he interrupted my show the last 15 minutes to tell the world that Saddam Hussein is dead. He hates me, but I just have to tell you, I helped Saddam Hussein to be killed. I'm Donald Trump. Why couldn't they do <laughs> that? During the news, because this is news. I mean, it was very funny, very clever. It kind of reminded me of Saturday Night Live.
1: But anyway, it was It was good. He's that really was good. Hey, and that wasn't a bad – that wasn't a bad Donald Trump at all. Oh, thank That's you. Pretty good. Don't, oh, thanks,
0: buddy. Thanks, thanks. I'm working on my Matthew McConaughey. Oh, That's yeah? What I'm trying to do. Yeah, Let's I'm not it. good. Let's hear it. No, I'm not, no, I'm not good at it. Come I on. No, come on. No. You always yeah. make me do it. Okay, 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 like, be Gary Busey, be Gary Busey, and I'll try to talk to you.
1: Okay, hey, hey, what's your name?
0: <laughs> hey, man, how you doing, buddy? I'm I'm Matthew McConaughey. What's going on, buddy? Nothing. No, much- uh, no that's not it, that's, that's not it. Uh, I'm not, Carol needs to come back. <laughs> Hi, Carol! Oh, let me tell you, that was a bad Matthew McConaughey. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Carol, 7:02 on yeah. the morning zoo, ain't we having fun? Hey, here's a little bit of. Uh, oh, it's is Isn't that helicopter guy? Oh, the helicopter guy. Yeah. Hey,
1: we got Sammy the helicopter guy. How's it looking up above there, Sammy? Ah, uh, looks pretty good. We've got a uh, jackknife trailer and the mixmaster. You're gonna wanna avoid 463. You know, that's the thing about helicopter guys, like. <laughs> That's awesome. You have to, you've got to know what everybody calls certain areas of the road. I mean, the Knicks Master, where's that? Is that like something, you know, what's where the rappers drive, you know? If I was in a helicopter, I'd be like, uh, uh, we got about four cars piled up on that on that long road, you know, next
0: to the cycling. Uh, avoid that. Oh, and my Six Flags over
1: there. There is a pile up, you know, that road over there, the, the, the route of the road. Uh, okay, back to you. Yeah, but you'd keep trying to describe it and be like, uh, you know that road, the one you take when it's really, if it's rainy or something like that, and there's a lot of people down there. No, no, no. I mean, you know, the one that goes right next to the Denny's. Not the Denny's on downtown, but the Denny's over by the side, you know, where that, guy, that girl Cheryl works. She's pretty good. Waitress, do you know you guys know which one I'm talking about? <laughs> 705 a.m. at the morning zoo, keep alert out. You're totally
0: right. Um, uh, uh um, oh, what were we talking Oh, um,
1: hey, uh, Parenthood, holy yeah. cow, wow, I know, wasn't that great? Wasn't that a great season finale? It is, it is just like watching families. You know? Yeah. And yeah. You, you care about them, and, you know, e- even when you disagree with the choices they make or how they do things, you still care about them, you know?
0: Well, what I love is that there's, and I, I know I've said this before, but I love the fact that the men are smart, they're strong. Yeah. Um, and it's not just the women looking at the men like they're idiots, but it really is a great, I mean, acting is amazing. Um if you don't watch the show, it really is a great show. Season two would be a great thing if you want to watch something over the summer. Um, I think even teenagers would like it. Um, yeah, it's not uh, a kid
1: show at all, but yeah, it's
0: yeah, it's not, it's not, yeah, definitely not a kid show. But um, I, I loved, I loved when uh, Grandpa took the granddaughter, and uh, she got, she drank and um, wrecked her car and almost died, and and uh, you know um, didn't make it into this college and. I just loved that when they went to the wreckage of that car and the grandpa, you know, Zeke was like, you know, I dreamt about you when I was in Vietnam. I would dream about my, my kids and my grandkids, and and you weren't going to wreck my dreams. Yeah, that was really strong. <laughs> so you didn't make it into the college, and life is handing you not a great time. Boo, freaking who? Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know, I just thought that is so great. That yeah. is, you know, um, you're not going to wreck my dreams. You know, it's time to. It's time to grow up. It's time to see what else life has for you, you know. And
1: yeah. uh, and you know what? I mean, there's some in all of that. There's really some good wisdom that we don't, you know, we don't teach anymore, you know. Yeah. And th- and that is, hey, yeah, great. Your your dreams may get destroyed. Boo, freaking who? You still got to live your life. You still got to go on. You know, you don't get yeah. to cash them in.
0: And, and it doesn't mean to fall into despair. Like, I know I've said this before too, but as soon as we can realize that life will be unfair, that there will be hard times, yeah. um, it, life becomes a little bit more easier. It doesn't mean to go into the into all the bad stuff that we could go into and start making unwise choices it just means it's it's a it's a not yet it may not be a no it may just be a not yet god may just be saying there's some things i want to chisel away there's some things some things i want to get right before you experience this and um i think that's the sadness we take so many detours we don't need to um and we get so caught up in the emotion instead of just i want to honor god with my life this is tough right now, but while I'm waiting, I will still serve you. You know. Yeah. Um, yep. So true. It's a tough one. That's that's tough. Uh, but anyway, um, yeah. TV shows are. It's been a been a good season. Been a good season. So now we're about to get all the you know, the the I guess the the stuff over the summer.
1: Yeah. You know. Wipeout though, isn't that in the summertime? Wipeout's yeah, fun. my kids like. Yeah, my kids like Wipeout. I yeah. like Wipeout. I laugh hard.
0: Uh, it's it's funny it it's it's good, yeah, it's good. Are you ready for the summer? yeah,
1: you know, kind of I mean, summer yeah. is fun, and uh, you know you and I get to do great stuff and get to hang out with good people, but it's hard to just being gone from the family, so I'm just kind of trying to take the month of May and just really have some quality family time,
0: yep, yep. I hear you, buddy. I hear you. I hear you. You know, speaking of Barack Obama and my daughter, did you know that my my uh, I know I've told you this, but I don't think we've talked about on the on the podcast. But um, about a month ago, my daughter um, grabs our home phone and calls my cell phone, and uh, you know she's a she's a seven year old girl. So, but you know, she's like, "Hello, this is Barack Obama," and I'm like, "Oh, hi." Barack Obama, do you have a burrito? You know, and, um, and (laughs) that's her, that's her prank calling. That's her prank calling, you know? And so she tried to call my wife's number and, um, and she was one number off. Oh no. So she, she was calling this woman and, you know, saying, hello, this is Barack Obama. Do you have a burrito for me? And the woman was going, you know, I can only imagine what the woman was saying, but, um, about 30 minutes later, uh, our f- the home phone is ringing, and I'm looking at the number and I'm going, well, that almost looks like Stephanie's number, but there's one digit off, and uh, and um and then it dawned on me, oh no, my daughter has been prank calling this woman, and you know <laughs> she she got the idea that's calling back, oh no, and I was like, honey, did you try to call mom? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I talked to mom. I don't think that was mom. So- <laughs> So some lady got hello. This is Barack Obama. Can I get a burrito? Oh, that is funny. Do you you know? Speaking of you know, friendship flashbacks, did we ever prank people together? Because that was the things you did in the eighties. You know, you because no, you didn't have caller ID. Yeah. And you could call people. Um,
1: did you? Did we ever prank call people? Like get on the phone and do voices and I, like? I mean, I remember. I remember one prank call but I don't remember if we did it together what did you do um, we would call people and pretend that's well, funny because you talk about a morning show would call and pretend like we were from KJ-103. Hey, this is Mark Shannon on Um, KJ-103. And it would be, uh, depending on who the person was, like I had this (laughs) one friend that was a big Michael Jackson fan at the time. Oh, no. Yeah, and it was, you're going to win tickets to the Michael Jackson concert, and if you could name, you know, three songs from his latest album. And they would always get it right, but then we would tell them they were wrong, you know, and then they uh. would argue with us that they were right. So, yeah. That is funny, dude. Yeah. We we did stuff like
0: uh, I, there was about four of us. I don't know. I, I can't I remember if you were if you were there one night, but we uh we would do the the standard stuff like, hey, is Mike there? I know you have the wrong number. Oh, oh so sorry. So sorry call back like 30 minutes later, hi, is Mike there? Uh, no, <laughs> you have the wrong number. Oh, God, ah, I did it again. So sorry, so sorry. You, do, you know, 30 <laughs> minutes later, hi, is Mike there? No, you have the wrong number. So, and what's so funny is, people would pick up the phone, like it was, because there wasn't any caller ID, yeah. so the phone oh, yeah. in your house was almost ominous. You had to find out who it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And on the fourth one, you have someone else. Hi, this is Mike. Did you get any calls for me while I was out? Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> And people... Would get so irate.
1: <laughs> I think we did that one together. Yeah, um,
0: we did. Uh, uh, is your refrigerator running? Oh yeah. You better catch it. <laughs> you would hang up the phone. Yeah, call um, a
1: call a grocery store and ask if they had Prince Albert in a can. Uh, you better
0: yeah. let him out. <laughs> <laughs> and those were and we had a guy. I I feel so bad. I feel so horrible. Um. You're a year older than me, yeah. but it, it was legend. It was legend. It wasn't. I mean, it was a true thing. There was this old man, and his number would get passed around. And if you called him, and you know, asked for there was a certain name, he would cuss you out. And and like oh. I, feel, I feel so bad, but that's what people would do. They'd call this old man at his house. And he would he would get so mad that people were calling and asking for this person. So, anyway, but oh. yeah, that's that's the sadness of the prank phone calling right there. It doesn't really work anymore, though.
1: No, no, you can't do it because everybody can can't. see who you are.
0: Yeah, just like, like we experienced. Did you did you call somebody? I called mom.
1: Yeah. No, honey, you did not. Yeah. No. No. Well, and that reminds me of one time when caller ID first came out. Do you remember this? Uh, You were you you were just coming back from California. You were staying with us for a little while, and I had a guy call me.
0: Oh, remember that?
1: This is our friendship flashback. Yes, I do. Yeah. So, oh, we have to do the friendship flashback. So here we go. The this is our friendship Friendship flashback. flashback. So it's seven oh (laughs) seven. The morning zoo friendship flashback. Go ahead, Tommy. Take it away. So so Ed is living with us for a while. I just moved from California, and I get a phone call one night, and it was from I don't I didn't know who it was, and this dude's just going, "I'm standing outside your bedroom window with a shotgun, you know, and I'm gonna Mm. blow your head off, you know." And so you know, that's true. That's really what happened. Oh yeah yeah yeah. I wouldn't make that's scary. I wouldn't make that up. So the next day, you know, well no one was outside my house, but so the next day I told you about. It and then you know, I I went to work and and you looked on the caller ID and found out who it was. And and what did you do? I called him back, (laughs) yeah.
0: And I was like, You gonna shoot me? You gonna shoot me? What? And he's like, Who is this? And, and I was so brave. I thought, I'm going to show this guy. No, you know. And, and then before we started talking, I was like, oh, my. Oh, wait. Wait, we've entered a new era where people can read our phone numbers. Oh, my. What have I done? What have I done?
1: Yeah, yeah. And I come back, and you're like, hey, I called that guy back. <laughs> and I'm like, now he knows. If he just called me back, he wouldn't have remembered who it was, but now he's got the info. <laughs> yeah. Never did that again. No. Never did that. Had to had to get used to caller ID. I know, I know, I know.
0: Um, hey, just to let you know, really quick, dude. Um, you know how we talk about John Hughes a lot? Yeah. Um, you know. Well, guess what? What? There is at LA's USC USC Film School. You can now get credit for analyzing the work of the '80s teen angst maestro. No way. Yeah, they pick apart the syllabus focused on coming-of-age classics like Ferris Bueller's Day Off, The Breakfast Club, and Sixteen Candles. Wow. We could klep yeah, out of that. <laughs> we, we could. We could. It's called The Genius of John Hughes. Yeah. And, and they have um, writers and actors come in and who are guest lecturers. I would love to be a fly on the wall on that show yeah. in that show, uh, in that course. Wouldn't that be cool? That would be really cool. Um, but anyway, and and they also I, um, I think I t- briefly told you this yesterday. But you know how we wanted to make a documentary where is John Hughes? You yeah. know Because he just he vanished, or, or then he changed his name and became a different writer. And like most of the movies after um, Christmas Vacation, really were bad. Yeah. I mean, you go really, um, like what 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 happened to John Hughes? There is a documentary called Don't Don't You Forget About about me. And four filmmakers go, I want to watch it, go off and try to find John Hughes. Oh, me too. You know? So, anyway, I just thought I'd give wow. you that. Bit of it. Yeah. And, Tommy, um, we talked about um, How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. Well, Entertainment uh, Weekly said this is the best season. It's what we were saying last yeah. week, or, you know, or last podcast, that it is the best season. And I thought this was very interesting. It reminded me, hopefully, of what we do. Um, the Co-creator says it's never felt like a choice between comedy and drama for us. Um, we, um, he says, we felt like we were ready to dig in um, and go back to the angst. We um, we wanted to present a full meal deal, um, and hopefully that's all we do. You know, with yeah. comedy and drama, we're we're trying to give you the full meal deal. You know, um, I like that. It's not a know? choice. Yeah. It's not a choice. Yeah. We're going to do comedy. We're going to do drama. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not a choice. Isn't that isn't that beautiful? That's good. So I, it just kind of hit me. Um, you know, when we were talking, we're doing a Johnny Carson. Uh, what, what, what it's a Johnny Carson type well, conference? Yeah, I guess
1: it's 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 in Johnny Carson's hometown, but it, it's okay. it's I think it's the uh, uh, American comedy. comedy festival.
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and and uh, you know they were asking, um, hey, you're going to be performing, you know, um, under this Johnny Carson umbrella, you know, a, you know, does that make you nervous? You know, and I mean that's a, I mean, yeah, to get invited to something that has Johnny Carson's name with yeah. it is huge. Oh yeah. Um, but then the, you know, then the then the reporter asked us, what sets you apart from other people? And and um and uh, that was the answer. Was, well, we're just not stand-up comedians. We're just not giving jokes. But, you know, we take the ha ha and turn it into uh-huh. ha ha. the full meal deal, right there, buddy. Right yeah. there. Yeah. Right there. There it so, is. There it is, baby. There it is. Well, before we go, um, anything God teaching you? Anything God showing you? Oh
1: man, a lot. I'm reading through um, the Bible with my kids. And um, it's one of those things that you're reading stuff that, you know, you hadn't read in a while. And it's just amazing. Like we're going through uh, Moses and Aaron right now and mm-hmm. the people of Israel. And you just realize that, you know, not much has changed. You know, we're, we're we're still in the place in life where we struggle with God and understanding him and hearing him. And um, I don't know. I, I just love I love the dynamics to see Moses and Aaron communicating with God and God communicating with them and that. He's always been there. He's always had a plan for us, and He loves us. And you know, it's just a reminder that sometimes things are going to be rough, and we're going to wander for a while. And sometimes they're going to be great.
0: Mhm. Mhm.
1: That's what He's been teaching me. How about you?
0: I've been reading in First Samuel, and uh, I just—I mean, you know, usually, you know, you start around, um, you know, First Samuel. Fifteen, you know, kind of where David, you know, where where David kind of gets in the picture, then goes through David and Goliath and stuff like that. But you know, just First Samuel chapter one, and you start reading about um, uh, Saul, and just what a horrible leader Saul was. I mean, God, God said, "You are it. You are the guy." And and what I thought was so beautiful, I don't know if it's chapter uh, nine or ten, but Saul, when when Samuel says to Saul, "You're the guy." Saul immediately goes, oh, no, 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 no. Do you know what tribe I come from? No, 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 no. I mean immediately, and I think that's so much like us. Um, God says, you are my beloved. You are my child. We go, oh, no, 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 no. Do you know what I've done? Do you know what my family – do you know where I've come from? and uh, and, you know, the the prophet Samuel was saying, you are God's guy. And then the big ceremony, and, and we've taught about this with our baggage skit, yeah. but just reading it is just so amazing. You know, it's like dun da da and everybody's going, where's Where's Saul? He's going to be crowned the king. Where is he? And God says, what? He's hiding among the baggage. Hiding among the baggage. Yeah. And um, just reading that in, uh, I think it's chapter 10. Oh my, we hide among our baggage and it is not another person saying, "Oh, I think he's hiding." It was God saying, "My beloved, my guy is over there hiding amongst his baggage. He yeah. doesn't feel worthy." And um we all do that. And and I guess the encouragement to our podcast, I would just say, "Don't hide among your baggage, you know?" Um if you want to see how a poor if you want to see uh, just a picture of poor leadership, read First Samuel, and you will see Saul make mistake after mistake, put the ropes into his own hands, control things, and he never quite got it, even though God said, You're my guy. And, um, you know, I, I guess it would go back to like that parenthood episode when things we have a chance to make good decisions, wise decisions, honor God or unwise decisions and he just kept making one unwise decision after another. Yep. You know, till so finally God said, "Okay, enough. I'm going to go choose David." You yep. know? So anyway, um it's been fascinating to me. So
1: It's a it's a it's a great story <laughs> and, you know, the the crazy thing too is what I love about that is you keep going and as you go, what did David do to be chosen by God? Uh-huh. And the answer is nothing. Nothing. He 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 did nothing. He was just available, you know?
0: And and even even in uh, chapter seventeen, um, David and Goliath. David and Goliath. What did David do before he went to fight Goliath?
1: Um. He well, I don't know where you're going. He he took. Well, gro- he took he gave his to his brothers. <laughs> oh, well, are you talking about his baggage? Yeah. Before yeah. he went off to fight Goliath, he. Oh, he, yeah he gave his baggage to the baggage handler. Yep. Yeah.
0: Yep, the translation. Yeah, isn't that just amazing? I mean, look at the two people leadership wise, and even Saul was saying to David, "Take my armor. Take you. If you go fight him, you can have money. Uh, you don't have to pay taxes, and I'll give you a, a woman. Yeah. You know." And and he's going, "No, that's okay. Uh, you know, the God that saved me from the bear and the lion will save me from this guy. Um, so I don't need your armor. I don't need any of that. I'm just going to go do what I know. And you know." And he picked up his stones and he went. So, and he gave his baggage to the baggage handler. So I, I just think that's beautiful. I just, just think that's a beautiful pick. I want to be like David. I want to leave my baggage with the baggage handler and do what God has called me to do. You know?
1: Yep. So in the end, what can be said of you that was said of David? I think it's in, is it in Acts where it talks about David? Yep. Um,
0: says David served, uh, his, David served his purpose for his generation and then he died and wouldn't be great for all of us outstanding to serve to use your purpose for your generation before you die what a what a great thing on your tombstone right there Well, that's the morning zoo, folks. It is, oh my goodness, it is uh, 722 in the a.m., folks. You're probably at your work or school by now, and we hope you have a great
1: day. Tom, you got anything else to say? Coming up next is Carl the Wolfman, (laughs) Harold. He's going to get you through (laughs) your mid-morning and then your (laughs) noon drive with the crazy man, Mitch McGregor. Hey, Wolfman, are you on the air? Wolfman, are you there? I'll tell you what, I'm right here. We're going to have a great day. We're going to start your work day off, right? Just uh, tune in, uh, turn off, tune in, and we're going to have a great time.
0: All right, Wolfman. Well, that's it for Tom and Ed. We've enjoyed being with you on the Morning Zoo. We hope you uh, come back tomorrow morning with your cup of coffee. We'll be here, so you'll be here. Tommy, I love you. See you a little later. Don't forget, we don't do mornings. (laughs) Or this every morning. All right. Love you, folks. Bye, audience. Bye.